This is a HeadGum Original. Well, well, welcome to The Goat Show, the show where we find the greatest everything of all time. I'm your host, Jake, a.k.a. The Big Buck, a.k.a. Billy Goat Goo Goo. <laughs> you gotta go, man. <laughs> I'm your goat, Micah, a.k.a. The Young Buck, a.k.a. Goaty the Kid, a.k.a. Sir Goatington. And today we're talking about the greatest first date of all time. Um, wow, dude. What is wow? You laughed at me. You're Billy Goat Goo Goo? Billy Goat Goo Goo, man. Why Goo Goo? Because uh, you can be goat, and that's good, but to be the true goat, you have to be the Goo Goo Goat. What, is that? what does that even mean? It means you're the goat of goo. <laughs> what is goo? What was goaty goaty goo? <laughs> goaty goaty goo was paying homage to Scooby Dooby Doo. Okay, and Scooby Doo is the goat. The homage has been paid. The torch has been passed. The goo is the goat. And Billy Goat Goo Goo is the Goo Goo Goat. That's a stretch, man. Uh, but okay, I'll take it. And you said what? The the I Goatington? The new one was Sir Goatington. Sir Goatington. Yeah. Cool. So you're I, you're like a kid goat, but also I've been a, noble, a nobleman I, goat. I've been knighted, yes. Um, so today we are talking about first dates because it's Valentine's Day or nearly Valentine's Day. Happy Valentine's Day, folks. Happy Valentine's Day to you lovebirds and lonely hearts out there. Um, We felt like it was our duty to do some research and figure out what the goat first date was because, frankly, not enough research has been done around that. Not enough research has been done. So we went on a bunch of first dates. Yeah. You and I went on... What would you say, like 15, 20 dates, just you and I? We tried all the classics. We got movies, axe throwing, uh, bowling, mini golf. Uh, we went to coffee. I mean, we go to coffee. We go to coffee together every single day. That's, That's kind of like an old hit kind of date for us. Yeah. Um, but there were there were many like lists of first date ideas, but none of them were they were definitively ranked. So let's talk about the unique parameters that we put in place for judging first dates. Um, Would you care to expand on them a little bit? I would love to. So three, the flow, the glow, and the woe. That is right. We went on all of these dates. We judged each of them based on their flow, their glow, and their woe. Micah, what is the flow? The flow is a situation you make that facilitates a good conversation. And furthermore... It allows the perfect amount of attention to be placed both on the person that you're on the date with and on like external stimuli. Yes, it's creating a low pressure atmosphere where it doesn't feel like you're you're dodging landmines of like awkward silences or running out of things to say. You want to be able to oscillate between things happening between you two and all around you things that you can comment on yeah. in the space right uh tell me about the glow the glow is the ambiance the atmosphere it's a place being sexy mm-hmm. and feeling that and way. feeling that way and finally the woe the the woe is <laughs> the woe is creating a situation where you have the ability to be the best version of yourself 
Right. And it's not like a fake version of yourself. No. It's just like, what what's you at your best? And is this date idea giving you your the opportunity uh, to shine, basically? Whatever Peak you. Whatever situation lets you relax and wind and be the best version of yourself. An example of a bad first date for somebody like super competitive would be going to watch a sports game with like their favorite team play. Right. That gives you a low woe factor because right. if you get too wrapped up in the game, you start yeah. going, that was a foul. Yeah. Holding that's, Christ. That's unattractive. Uh, when like someone's trying to tell you about their job for the first time, uh, it's a low woe factor. You want to, you want to put your best foot forward. Yeah. Speaking of best foot forward, let's talk about somebody's worst foot backwards. It's time to discuss the woat. Of all of the different dates that you and I went on, I mean, I had a nice time with you. I had a doing nice this time thing. at all. Yeah, we, yeah. Had a, we had a great time. But I think that the one where I noticed the the most negative possibilities, the, uh, uh, not, not beneficial potentialities, if you will, if that's a word, um, was dinner. Dinner was the woat. Yeah. And it wasn't even close. Dinner is so far the woat. Okay, so here we are. We are on a date. Uh, we're at dinner. Thoughts? We're getting dinner. Here's what's weird. Our knees are touching, and I'm looking you dead in the face. Yeah, sitting across from someone is an uncomfortable place to be. It's unnatural. It's the exact opposite of what you want to be doing on a date there's a lot to handle when you go to a dinner you're like looking at someone in the eye yeah you've just met them you have to be like what's your life about yeah. and then also where's the wine list yeah and then in addition to that are we doing appetizers is our table going to be ready uh what do I want to eat? What are the specials? Is it rude to look at the menu right now? Or should I be asking questions? When is our server going to come here? I mean, for real at this point, see if you can just make eyes at the server. Yeah. Can you not? Yeah, can you? She, oh, she flipped me off. Really? Yeah. Insane. Oh, she's like signaling us to leave. Did you do something? Yeah, I talked to the manager. Okay, yeah. I saw, yeah. They're upset about it. Of course. What are the prices of these main courses? Are we going to split an appetizer? There's just like the way biggest, too much. The biggest problem is flow. Yeah, there's no flow. Because immediately the conversation revolves around like food and ordering. And even if the conversation isn't about that, you're thinking about that constantly. There's too many logistics to plan for. Right. Like when you are sitting down with somebody for the first time, you want it to feel easy, positive, light. And there's nothing that's easy, positive, and light around yeah. getting into getting into a table, deciding what you want to eat. And then like there's like anticipation about when and how everything is going to happen. There's just like a lot of factors that you don't really have enough control over. You got a menu with food. You got a menu with drinks. You got to look at all that. You got to decide what you want and have a conversation about where this person went to school, how their day was. Um, I still don't know what I want. I still don't know what I want. And the waiter is coming back right now. Fuck. Three, two, Fuck me. one. Oh, I'm the chicken! I'm just gonna fucking chicken! How do you go back and forth between looking at the menu and looking at them? By the way, in most situations, they're sitting directly across from you, looking you dead in the face. 
right. all of the attention is on them. I think just like the the placements of people's bodies are wrong for mm-hmm. for that for like a first date in that situation. And you want to know what? I'm still uncomfortable that I'm staring you directly in the face. Yeah, it still feels very unnatural. It's not nice. I'm trying to avoid your knees and I keep on hitting the table. I guess that could happen anywhere. But it's not good. No, I think it happens more often when you're sitting across from somebody. Staring someone directly in the face, um, talk about flow. Like, if there's an awkward pause, it's even more awkward if you're making eye contact with the person. Everything is heightened. You can't look off to the side because then it's obvious that you're avoiding eye contact. Yeah, and you really can't be in the moment because you have – you can't be, like, fully engaged with someone because if you are, then, like, you're ignoring the server. You're being rude to other people. Right. Um, I think eye contact should be – Illegal? Nah, I was going to say a gift. should be treasured. <laughs> oh, interesting. Yeah. So it shouldn't be the default. The default should be looking at something that's... Um, right. Attention. Yeah. But eye contact is like a little bit intense. Yeah. Yeah. If, if that's the default. It shouldn't be the default. It should just be like, when you want to make a point, you want to get an emotion across, that's when you look over. That's mm-hmm. when you glance over. Right. Instead, it's like you look right in someone's eyes and you're like... Do you want to split the Brussels sprouts? <laughs> nah, I'm allergic to Brussels sprouts. Yeah, that's not fun. No. Knowing that you're allergic to something? Yeah, no. I don't want to disclose that to you right away. Um, secondly, the glow. I think restaurants have a pretty high glow factor. Yeah. If you choose the right restaurant, you can... It's It's got no points for flow, but I think for glow, it, it, it does. It does have points. Give it credit where it's due. Because mm-hmm. the environment can still be solid. Yeah, and the restaurant that we went to is had a had a super high glow factor. It had like the tin ceilings, the the nice soft yellow light. It was like perfectly crowded. It was like a super romantic uh, dinner that you and I went to. It was really nice. Yeah, thank you for that. Oh yeah, you're right. I, you're right. I did. I did pay for you it. Treated me. Yes, yes, I did. As any uh, gentleman will do for his little brother. Um, so glow aside, uh, I also think that the woe factor. Um, there's a give and a take there because I think you can paying for a dinner offering to pay uh, for any sex out there um, that's like a little bit of a woe it's a baller move that's true but it's it also on the by that same standard it's like a low woe if you don't want to pay for it yourself right Uh, like negotiating a bill split is whether or not that's the right thing to do it's not like a sexy quality of the date no. itself it takes away from it you know looking at this menu too let's not discount the fact that the shit is it like it's expensive i think even if we do split it this is not like a sustainable thing for a single person to go on lots of dinner dates no and it's also like even if you're planning on covering the bill like i know you are because you're a gentleman it's going through my mind the entire time like am i gonna have to pay for half of this yeah I mean, it's it is expensive. I mean, that's twenty four dollars for a lamb chop, thirty eight dollars for the friggin' steak. I mean, get out of here! And if we got the if we got any of these specials, yeah, and we gotta get some of the side orders. We're not gonna get the bruschetta. <laughs> Absolutely. Uh, another thing, very low on the woe factor is your first impression of this person, uh, and you to them is being flustered by a menu. You're both flustered when you sit down. Mm-hmm. A restaurant is very overwhelming. Yeah. And you're like trying to introduce yourself to somebody in this state. That's a low woe. Mm-hmm. High stress situation. 
And then once your orders are in, that's when the stress sort of goes away and you can right. chill out. But that can sometimes take like 15 or 20 minutes before mm-hmm. you really relax and like can actually be yourself. Yeah. And that only lasts until the food gets there and then the food gets all up in your teeth. And then, you, <laughs> and then there's also when you're eating the food, it's like five minutes of silence. Yeah. You, you can't, can't talk about anything except like, oh, this is good. And you have your mouth full. It's like you're... You're talk. You're you're taught all your life to not talk with your mouth full, and then like you have to fill silence while you're eating. It's yeah. It's, it's just not a good place to put yourself. Here's the biggest fucking downside to a dinner date is now I have to eat in front of you. Is that weird? This is like yeah. Like we're doing something that's so like savage to me right now. It's so like the fact that I'm take I like just tore a hunk of bread. I've been dipping it in oil, and now I have to like bite into it. The weird thing is, yeah, that. It's really fucking good, though. It's very good, bread. I love to do this by myself. This might be a personal thing, but like when I eat, sometimes and I have to talk, I spit food out. You do? I haven't noticed that. That's regular, though. People do that. People do that. A low woe and a low flow, high glow. Overall, we'll give it a rating of two golden horns sorry what are you doing <laughs> i was inventing a rating system we already have a rating system what's the glow the flow and the woe? but how do you how do you rate each of those categories you're adding golden horns in episode three it's time to put horns on each th- i on think each so fucking th- oh, wow. i think flow had one horn <laughs> this is insane you're I, adding horns it's one through five one through five <laughs> one horns. through five golden horns on the, fl- the on our already is, made up system that's correct that you're gonna add now the horns are gonna unify all of the systems we uh, create okay across okay. every product i'm flabbergasted i'm floored okay well the flow has one horn okay i think the glow quite frankly has four or five you're horns. springing this on me mid-episode <laughs> 4.5 horns let's call it um and the woe has one horn. No woe. There's no one. The woe factor is very low. Yeah. I think it's so low that there's no woe. Yeah, I would say no woe. Yeah. I would say there's no woe, so it is the woe. I agree. Uh, let's go home. So I think average rating is like two horns. Yeah, sure. Two horns. That's failing. That's failing. I guess we don't, we've never established what passing is. This is three horns is passing. Okay, so now we have a horn system. Either way, dinner is the woat. And I'm not saying dinner is a bad date, woat across the board, because I think dinner is a good date once you've gotten to know someone. It's a good third it's a, date. Third date, perfect. It's a bad first date. So that's the woat. And we're looking at what is the best thing, but if you don't want to spend a lot on the thing. Sounds like you're talking about the weather pick. That's right. The weather pick. And let me tell you a little secret about the weather pick. I, I'm i not going to say I invented this because I know it's it's out there, but I discovered it on my own. I at least came up with it independently. And I, I really like uh, this date. And it's just, it's as simple as taking a walk with a flask. It's a whiskey walk. It's a walk and talk and drink and think. I like it. Um, so what we did here, you and I, uh, went out last night actually, uh, and we filled a flask with whiskey okay. <laughs> and wandered around and we didn't get drunk, but you just, you just have a little sip got and a you little tipsy, got yeah. loose for sure. Tipsy on the whiskey. And it was a real nice walk. You're really, you're slamming that whiskey and I need you to just, 
relax oh. a little bit. It's really strong. It's, it's like, yeah, of course it's strong. Straight whiskey. You don't water it down. Is what I meant. What are you talking about? Why do I water it down? I think an important quality for this walk is that it's not an aimless stroll. It's walking to something. Right. You gotta have. You have to have a plan. We walked to the waterfront, sat on a bench. Mm-hmm. It was nice. It yeah. had a full arc. Like I don't want to just walk around a few blocks in Williamsburg. It's nice right. to it's nice to center your walk around something, whether that's like a cool view at the top of a hike or top of a park or like watching the sunset mm-hmm. from like a cool lookout point. Yeah. That's cool. It's like, hey, I know this cool secret bench over here. That's like, a secret bench. It's a secret bench. <laughs> this that bench people, has never been sat on before. It hasn't because it's on the other side of the Williamsburg Bridge, like sort of. Oh, this bench and, actually gets uh, four and a half horns in my <laughs> horn reading system. <laughs> that's right. It does. Uh, excellent glow. The excellent glow. And let me just say, like, plan your walk out a little bit because this walk that you're taking me on, brother, is really nice. Yeah, we are. It's like we're on the waterfront in Williamsburg. The skyline is opening up right now. Oh, this promenade, this will meander. This will meander all the way down the East River, brother. And there's the bridge. There she is. What a view. Darcy blows. <laughs> um, for flow, I think that a walk is absolutely perfect um how many horns would you give it i'd give i'd give it five horns that's five horns folks that's five horns on the flow of the date and i think that's because you're walking forward if you ever run out of things to say it's not like you're staring at somebody it's not like oh shit we have to there's not it's not panic inducing mm-hmm. um because walking in silence is nice it's way nicer than sitting in silence right yeah and you're side by side. You get that side by side profile. So it's not like mm-hmm. you're not looking at this person directly in the eyes the entire time. Yeah. And there's a plethora of things to comment on. Your scene is constantly changing. Nice night. A lot of cars, bars are popping. People are walking. The best kind of night is one with a lot of cars. <laughs> so many cars. Damn, is that a Buick? I think it's a Chrysler. So, glow. Um, yeah, I think. It's obviously walk dependent, but you can give your walk a, a five horns on a glow if you are in the right area. And if yeah, it's the right you walk time to the day. right place. You walk to like a picturesque landscape of or that secret bench. That secret bench, changing environment, bench at sunset. <laughs> I'm reading off my note. Uh, walking by the water, mm-hmm. like a view of the skyline, something like that. That gives it glow. Yeah, and I think the more the more casual you make, the walk should be planned, but it shouldn't be like meticulously planned. It shouldn't it's, be like an itinerary. No, it's got to be like, oh, I take this walk sometimes. This will be fun. Let me show you something, and that gives it flow, glow. And if you if you treat it that way, I think it gives it a little woe. I think that it. Um, it's a unique date in that um, it's it's not like a date that people would go on often. Mm-hmm. So I think that gives you a little bit of woe too, like a, the tiny bit of uniqueness that it has. It's obviously like a little bit, what, it, what, what would you say, devious, deviant a little bit to be like, let's just go get drunk in the city. Um, so I think you ha- it has to be like a spontaneous uh, suggestion. Yeah. Um, but- and I think it, I think it does necessitate a good meeting spot. Mm-hmm. Like, well, meeting on a corner is weird. Like, you you should meet in Domino Park, <laughs> unless you don't live in New York, but in yeah. which case you can meet uh, anywhere that is anywhere. Just a cool landmark. Though. Yeah. Um. But yeah, going on a walk just shows that you're like a relaxed, laid back person. 
Mm -hmm. And being cool on a walk is also a good woe factor. Yeah, it's cool to be cool on a walk. It's cool to be cool on a walk. And for that reason, it is the weather pick. And now we will take a short break for you to go respond to all of your messages on those dating apps and suggest this amazing date idea. Uh, We'll be right back. Talk soon, folks. And we are back. Sir Goatington, would you like, I know it's you, would you like to introduce the kids pick i would absolutely love to because i'm also goaty the kid that's right go to the kids sir goatington whatever you want to call me young buck mm-hmm. those are three options you're billy goat goo goo i'm billy goat goo goo the runner up the kids pick and it's fun that it's the kids pick because it's also one for the young goats out there that mm-hmm. aren't yet 21 uh this is an arcade or bowling Arcade yeah. slash bowling. If you, and if you're, if you're over 21 and you want to introduce a Malky, you could go to a barcade. You can get drinks at a bowling alley. That's true. All right. So we are at a, we're at a, like an arcade type bar. We're playing a games. A barcade, if you will. A barcade. But not the barcade, but like a barcade. We're playing Buck Hunter. You just kill the Buckzilla and the doe. You kill the doe and there goes your doe? woe. The doe had bumps on him. He looked like a Buckzilla. You thought you were trying it? Yeah, I think that like adding this kind of stimuli, uh, like not a not a full on competition, but a game element, mm-hmm. uh, is really nice for the flow because you aren't like a hundred percent focused, low pressure on uh, continuing a conversation. There's like the external stimuli that you can turn to and give attention to, and a nonstop uh, list of things to comment on and interact with right yeah you have a centerpiece for a conversation but it's nothing important enough that sent like the conversation always has to revolve around that thing yeah and like it's also kind of nice because no matter how bad a date is bowling's still fun playing video games is fun so you're saying even if you don't like the person you could still have fun i mean i'm sure i could manage to have a shitty time bowling if i really <laughs> didn't like someone but it does help that like you're you're basically doing an activity that's enjoyable. Um, so I think that um, to jump ahead a little bit, that ups your woe factor, you know? Right. Yeah. Yeah. It's it's like it is a it's a date where you can very easily turn off. You can very easily calibrate the romance level. Mm-hmm. Like if you don't want it to be romantic anymore, if you're not interested in the person, you can make it more about the game. Right. So you're like, oh yeah, we're connecting, we're talking, we're talking. I don't like you, so now I'm just going to try to get a high score. Yeah. Uh, we're done here. You see that strike? It's high score. Ten it's points. Not, it's not the high score. It's a it's high score. The highest in score bowling, you can get in one turn, but it's not like yeah. You make it all about the strikes. Yeah. That'll definitely, yeah, I guess that'll... 10 points plus whatever you bowl in your next two frames. Is that how it works? Yeah. Nice. Spare, I think, is just one, your next frame. This is high woe, like how much you know about bowling. (laughs) Yeah, this could impress anybody. There was a time when I was like, I was, uh, when I was like living in New York and I was uh, not married uh, and I was going to Brooklyn Bowl on like lots of different dates and I like got too good at bowling (laughs) and it was weird. (laughs) That guy just rolled, pulled a 300. Yeah. She's like, Jesus, do you come here a lot? (laughs) No. No, I don't. Taking your own ball out of your bag. (laughs) Polishing it. (laughs) Gloves. Um, I think that also like glow on this stuff is, Mm. it's, 
it's got a it's got a great glow aspect because like there are lights and I think it's got a unique it's a unique glow aspect. I wouldn't give it a full five horns. I think it's like right, the horn system. I forget. I think about it's that. three horns on. I tried to forget about. That. I think occasionally, <laughs> I think you can find a unique bowling alley that has has a cool charm to it, like a rustic sort of feel. Mm. But I think, like on average, an arcade or a bowling alley is going to have low low glow. It's going to be dirty. You're going to have to put in like put on some like old sh- bowling shoes or something. I, I think, don't think it has a high glow. I but I I think in the right moment with the right person, it, the glow can be really the glow can be high. It's it really is dependent on what on what it is. Um, I think, but that's because it's so like person dependent and situational dependent. That's why it gets three horns. That's why it gets just, three horns, which right. is which is not a failing grade. No, that, that's, yeah, I remember three horns is passing. Three horns is passing. Um, and woe factor is kind of obvious. Uh, if you're pretty good, you don't want to be too good. <laughs> but no. if you're like, you, you can excel at a game, and that looks cool, and. You're also covered if you suck, because if you can have a sense of humor about it, that's that gives you a little bit of woe too. Being able to show your date that you don't take yourself too seriously is like I think one of the most attractive qualities in a person. Right, and that's we almost talked- better than being really good at bowling. Here's how you, here's how you get the woe factor when you're in an arcade. That sucked. I fucked up, and I was upset about it. But I'm so cool and easygoing. Right. And I'm showing you that I don't I even if I'm competitive, I don't have that like have fiber in my body that's like you dude, can laugh fuck. yourself. Yeah, yeah. You I don't get angry right away. I'm personally I'm showing you my woe right now. That's what we define woe as is the opportunity that the date gives you to be the best version of yourself. And it it's not like you have to do something that you're good at. Right. You just have to highlight a part of your personality that's there and appealing already. Yeah. And I think that not taking yourself seriously is fully is fully doing that. Uh, you're... No! Oh, I got triple sights. That's triple sights, brother. You, you literally just freaked out. I said no, you but it was like a out. fun no. Was it no? No one was upset about it. Like... The fact that you just missed a buckzilla... Like, I can tease you for that. Fuck off. I got two bucks. It's fully goo-goo. That's right. It's fully goo-goo-goat. Goo-goo-goat. The most goat. Goo-goo-goo-goo, Mrs. Robinson. Goo-goo-goo-goo. S- sorry, what? I thought you were going to sing with me. What did, what's the song? Goo-goo-goo, Mrs. Robinson. I don't know how it goes right now because you've sung it so bad that it's erased the actual melody. It was my... no, I think that was like tone wise. I think that was or, uh, no. It's it that's fully wrong. That was the right melody for I, sure. Really? I don't think so. Kamate, you you're a musician. Our producer's in the room. How does it go? How does that song go? Which one? Uh, Mrs. Robinson. This is all staying in the podcast. But, Cuckoo, kachoo, Mrs. Robinson. Jesus, Jesus loves you more than you will know. What's goat, that? goat, goat. <laughs> Jesus. Yeah. <laughs> um, so I guess nailed it. You really didn't. Uh, you get one horn for that performance. Okay. Um, but Let's, that is. Oh, do you have another? You have, oh no, I just want to run through the ratings real quick. Flow. I think. <laughs> I think flow. We get. I think we get four horns. Maybe four point five horns. It's, Glow. I think it's five horns. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Okay. It's five horns. Glow. Three horns. Whoa. Also five horns. Yeah. That's an average of 4.5 horns. 
let us know what you think of the horn system uh, in, uh, like on Twitter and Instagram. You can add us with an attaboy and uh, tell us if the horn system gets five horns or uh, one golden horn. And when you use these horns, use the rock on emoji. Those are the horns. Oh, you know, okay. the one with your pinky and your index finger up. Yeah, and you would want to use the yellow version the yellow ones. because that's the gold. The golden, golden horns. horns. That's yeah. cool. I like... Now that I think about the rock on emoji being the horn is kind of cool. That would be like a, a sick trophy to have in our like goat lair, oh, our goat nest, so cool. Where, our goat cave. What do goats live in? The mountains. Fields? It is time for the top pick. What is the goat first date idea? Drum roll, please. It is drinks. Just a drink. Drink singular, drink plural, whatever you make it. And that's one of the reason why it's so goat. A drink doesn't have to be an entire thing like dinner does, or even like going to an arcade is. You can get a single drink. If the date's not good, you can be out of there in like 15, 20 minutes. That's right. Each drink is sort of like a checkpoint, Mm -hmm. 15 minute checkpoint. Yeah. You get there, you order a drink. It's only 15 minutes. If you don't, if you're not having a great time, you say, you know what, I got a, I got a big day tomorrow. Right. And what's the downside? You had a single drink. That's, that's nice. Yeah. That's like a nice way to unwind anyway. Yeah. It's like so much smaller of a commitment than having to sit down with somebody for an hour and order dinner with them. There's enough stimuli going on that you can comment on. Like it's Adrian and Alina's birthday party over there. They've got balloons, they have a sign. They you have, have to like, stop staring at them, some man. lanterns. Adrian! Stop, she doesn't We know went you. to college together. You didn't go to college. Did you drop out of Southern? <laughs> As did I. And I think that in the same way that, um, or I guess in the opposite way that like a menu is a little, suffocating at a at a restaurant a cocktail list is a little more flow inducing you can see all of the different names you can see the ingredients you can get to know someone about like talking about what their preference is for drinks you could get a mocktail if you're not in the mood to drink it gives the date a sense of ease Um, i love like just looking at a cocktail list and the names yeah and luke read me some of these the dollaway Penny Royal. Ah. The Hum and Honey. Yeah. Okay. Shake Shake Senora. Oh, yeah. Generous Grifter. That's, that's a sexy fucking cocktail. Stop. I'm going to stop you right there. I mean, it's a perfect activity uh, to be centered around because it doesn't require all your focus. It just requires some, some of it. And I'll say this as a tip. I think you should go to a drink date knowing what kind of cocktail you like and what you're going to order. Mm-hmm. Just that's as a mind. default. That's just in case you don't have a chance to look at the menu. Well, I think everybody, what you, all you really need is to know what kind of liquor you like. Cause like if you look at a cocktail list and you have no idea what you're in the mood for, it's, it can be overwhelming. But if you know, you're like, oh, I like gin. I can quickly identify like the two gin cocktails here. It also is a little bit of a woe to be able to tell a bartender like, oh, I want to like a spirit forward uh, cocktail. I like something bitter, you know, like, and have them make, make you something. Yeah. Like, was that sexy when I said that? You just, cause you just said you wanted a strong cocktail. Yeah. Spirit forward. That's spirit nice forward way. just means you want it strong. Okay. I want three <laughs> I shots, three, sh- three shots a- of tequila. <laughs> and could someone text my Coke guy? <laughs> 
Yeah, that's low woe. I think that's, that's low, low woe. woe. I but think, I think you can if you yeah. if you know what you, you say. Want you to say, drink. hey, all of an old fashioned. Can I have that with rye instead of bourbon? Right. That's cool. This guy knows his. This a guy knows small his drink amendment. Yeah, goes along. Can I have a margarita the with the your mezcal? Yeah, that's why James Bond is uh, gets the martini shaken, not stirred. It's not stirred, right? It's with, never uh, stirred. Doesn't he say it like uh, martini shaken, not stirred? Uh, nine olives, and can I have? Um, do you have a side of bar nuts, you, mate? What, what, <laughs> what James Bond movie did you see? <laughs> I think it was Austin Powers. Oh, actually. Okay. Yeah, yeah. And hey, Adrian and Allison have a bunch of little tea lights over there at their party, and they're fucking real pretty too. Oh, they're turning thirty. Look yeah. at that. There's a three. Yeah, they're trying. They're actually telling you to stop looking over there. <laughs> okay, Alex. No. Okay. <laughs> I also I also dropped out no, of Moravian I'm, is all. No, she didn't even okay. go to Moravian. That's a who did. So, for flow, I think it's it's high flow factor because the the stakes are low. You're not getting into a a super long date. There's not a lot to digest. Uh, you're not necessarily looking at. I would advise like don't sit across from somebody when you're getting a drink. I think sitting at the bar is absolutely perfect. It's like intimate but not too intimate you're next to one another you can look forward you don't have to uh you don't have to stare into anyone's eyes yes Um, the perfect amount of attention between the person and the activity maximized flow maximized flow you can you can leave at any point and for this reason flow has five golden horns i can't believe what's happening on episode three you've commandeered the podcast 12 days of goat miss <laughs> casually sipping i'm loosey goosey i mean yeah you get loose when you drink i'm chill uh I, what would you say about the the glow uh i had a feeling uh, you were gonna ask that yes because that's glows the... also and i will i will <laughs> i'll spare you the the jingle this time but uh, Five <laughs> golden horns. Thank you for that. Yeah. Four golden horns, three <laughs> golden horns, two golden horns, and, and a, a golden horn. horn. Is that that's kind of not and quite a it? Gold horn inside a, a pear tree. <laughs> Anywho, uh, yeah, no glows glows five golden horns for sure. The environment's solid. It's sexy. It's dim lit. It's nighttime. You feel good going. You can put on a dope outfit. A yeah. bar is a place you wear your favorite outfit too. Yeah. And it's very worthy of your favorite outfit. Your hair is a little wet, but not too wet. Not like <laughs> you, matted to your head. You showered a little too recently. Yeah. And you had to put on a beanie because it was cold. <laughs> but you're still streamlined. You're you still, still put on a watch. You're still streamlined. And you were, uh, I believe on our date that we went to drinks, you wore a necklace. Did I did you wear not? a necklace. Yeah. That's a, like, I think that's a fun piece of jewelry. I'm not making fun of you. I think actually the necklace with little golden horn would be very fucking cool. Dude, that's a nice charm. We should do that. We already, bet we someone, have... someone has made that on Etsy, right? Yeah. We should get that though. We It should be one horn or should it be two horns? Well, it should be the fucking rock on. Oh God. Yeah, yeah. dude. Right? Um, so that's glow. Um, <laughs> obviously, next time you see me and my brother at a bar, ask us to see our matching necklaces. Uh, and whoa, we've already touched on it. But I think uh, when there's flow, you can show your whoa. When <laughs> that's true enough. When you're when you have a drink, when you're feeling goo goo, when you're like sitting at a bar, there's lots of glow. Yeah, you. It's it almost goes without saying that you'll introduce. Some I think whoa. it's. I think. I think. Um... A conclusion you can make is that if you have five horn flow, five horn glow, you're gonna have five horn woe. 
That's true. Like, woe is sort of a byproduct of really great glow and really great flow. Everyone looks cool at a bar. You're wearing a dope outfit. Everyone looks nice sipping a cocktail. Mm-hmm. The atmosphere is it's perfect. It reflects nice on you if you've chosen a good bar. Um, it, it's truly the perfect first date idea. And you know what else is nice? If you have one drink and you're really and you're enjoying it and you want to get a second, it's a nice idea to suggest the second one at the barcade. That's true. Yeah. Yeah. Like, we got two drinks here. That would mean that the date is going well. And then if, like, if we say, let's get a third drink, then I feel like you would say, let's go to another spot. Yeah, you're right. It's like you're enjoying each other, but you want to change the scene. You've had enough of Adrian's friggin' birthday. And she's had enough of you looking over there. Hey, she didn't go. Eugene Lang? She didn't go. That was another school. Yeah. Yeah. Well, I failed out of that one, but... I see, like, so there, I think it's, they're a bunch of Harvard alum. Christ, I applied there. And then it, it's actually, like, kind of cascading. Like, first drink at uh, a nice, like, sexy spot, second drink at a barcade thing, and then the last drink isn't really a drink, but you're sort of taking a walk and you're a little tipsy. Right, That's yeah. romantic. That's I perfect. think you could almost run the gamut backwards for an order of dates. I think your first date should be drinks always. Mm-hmm. Your second date can be an arcade bowling. That's a fun second date. It's yep. a real activity. Your third date is a cheap date. You're just going on a walk with the flask. Right. It's a little more about each other. Yeah. The fourth date, that's when you go on dinner. Yeah. It's actually, it it goes almost in order of intimacy too because drinks are just so casual. You can get drink with a friend and you'd go to a barcade with kind of a good friend. You'd go on like an, a romantic walk with someone you're really interested in and you go to dinner with someone you love. That's true. <laughs> um, so happy Valentine's Day, I guess. Um, we won't put this on our website, uh, thegoat.show. No, but still cause... go to thegoat.show to see our products from last week. We rated t-shirts. Uh, last week we actually rated uh, key clips. Right, key clips last week. The week before that was t-shirts. Uh, and we'll be back next week with another episode. Don't forget to follow us on Twitter and Instagram. It's at Goat Show Pod, I believe, on both. That's correct. Um, add us with the Attaboy. Uh, send us those link to the Etsy shops with the golden horns, please. Uh, thank you, as always, to our super producer Mike Comite, who. Uh, fucking shreds the guitar on that intro song. Quite frankly, he gets five golden horns. You get five golden horns, baby. We didn't get to thank him uh, because we recorded the other episodes before we had heard the theme song, but it's fucking glorious. Um, So start the podcast over and listen to it again, baby. Uh, Thanks so much for listening and googoed out. Doodles. No. (laughs) I meant to say deuces. (laughs) (laughs) Or or toodles. And I said them. Cut his mic. was a HeadGum original.